0: Welcome to the Busy Pastor Podcast. If you're interested in leadership and ministry coaching, go to busypastor.org slash coaching. Join the Busy Pastor community today by going to busypastor.org and filling out the form. You'll receive more free resources, starting with our Fab Five resource, helping you determine the five things only you can do. My name is Greg Gibson. I'm joined by my co-host, Trent Stewart, the lead pastor at Foothills Church. And today we are continuing our conversation on leading staff. Episode 25 of the Busy Pastor Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and following along with our journey here at the Busy Pastor. We hope it is an important resource for you as we equip and encourage you to be busy with the right things. Uh, Trent, we're talking, continuing to talk about leading staff on this Lead episode. Staff. So hard. <laughs> <laughs> so hard, so rewarding, and uh, and so uh, let's just continue our conversation from the previous episode. If you haven't listened to the last episode, go back and do so. Uh, this episode builds on uh, the previous one, and uh, my first question for you as we get right into the content, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about staff values, and and so I want to ask why. Why are staff values important to have for your church, your organization, even if you're a golf team or a track star, right? That right. mm-hmm. we talked about at the end of last episode. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter, kind of what uh, or how big your staff or church is. Why are staff values important to have? Well, they're important because they help you establish the culture that you want to
1: create. And if you're not intentional about the culture that you want to create, then you're going to end up with a culture that you don't enjoy and that maybe even isn't healthy. And so. You already have a staff culture, uh, no matter if it's just, you know, two people in your staff or if there's 200, you've got a staff culture. And so you want that to be intentional because you want it to be, you, you want it to be certain things. I want it to be fun and I want it to be, you know, several things we'll get into today. But um, so it's, it's about creating that culture. And a, a big part of that culture is this is how we're going to behave. Right. This is how we're going to do it. This is how we do things here. And so that's huge because, you know, you're going to bring in people that have been at other churches and that operated in different, you know, capacities and they they to get things done. They had a whole system of how they got things done. Now they're stepping into your ministry. And if you're not, you know, intentional about how, OK, this is how we do it here then you're just gonna constantly have conflict. And so creating that culture is a huge part of what these staff values do. And then also it's, it really helps us understand what the vision is. It gets us aligned to the vision of what you're trying to accomplish. And so what's important, right. what's important to you? Uh, and you want to identify what's important to you and you want to identify the culture that you want to create and then put that before your team consistently that way they kind of have a direction they know okay this is how we do it and this is the direction that we're going and I think that's freeing for staff I think it's encouraging for staff and it helps everybody operate and do ministry um
0: in in a healthy way yeah I, I think if you don't define the culture you're trying to create as you alluded to uh it will define itself or other people will define it for you. Yeah. You'll have people come on your staff and they'll create it
1: for you. And then before you know it, something has, you know, a a certain behavior, you know, maybe it's, it's gossiping in the hallways that are happening and criticism is happening. And you're like, Whoa, 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 that's not the culture I wanted. Well, that's the culture you allowed and you didn't speak against. And so people just kind of
0: naturally did it. So to your point, you have to be intentional about creating this. Yeah, you have to be intentional about it. And every organization and every church and every team that you lead, I think that's why these staff values are, are so important to have because it takes the unspoken and makes them spoken, mm-hmm. which then, as you mentioned, it then begins to define the behavior and places guardrails around how you begin to behave as a team, as a staff, as a church. And uh, and so um, some someone listening might say, okay, well, you know, my, my church already has values. If we're talking about a strategic plan, developing our mission statement, our vision statement, maybe our core values as a church, how, how are these different and, and why, is it, why is it important to, to make sure that, hey, your church still has core values, right? But here's maybe something that is different for your team yeah. your staff. Your your core values for your
1: church are are different in the sense from staff values because staff values are how we operate as a staff how we operate as a team, and so that's going to be different um, than what you care about as a church. You know, as you you what you care about as a church and what you're rallying the entire church around um, is is more of a higher level vision casting of the direction our church is going. And then for our staff, this is how we are operating and behaving as a team and what we
0: value to actually get those church values done. Yeah. And so specifically, if we were to to kind of shift this conversation to Foothills Church, and our staff values. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to spend the majority of this episode and the next couple episodes really pulling these out of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked about you know why we have them, why it's important. Uh, but I want to I want to spend you know really the remainder of our time talking about what our staff values okay. are here at Foothills Church. And so, uh, give us an overview sure. b- before we we dive you know specifically into them. And before I jump
1: in, I'll just say you know we you you need to create statements that you're passionate about so you know guys can take these statements and make them your own if it's something that you're passionate
0: about if it's something that you care about yeah yeah here's a couple quick hitters for you yeah let me let me let me just say this because I know you're going to get into this so so um and I know I just interrupted you but I want to make sure I did so before you jumped into them how often are you teaching these to our staff Every, all the time. Okay. And so specifically
1: at every staff meeting, all staff meeting that we have once a month, I'm highlighting
0: one of these. And so that's basically our training all year. All year is year. We're constantly walking through this. These are also, they're posted around our church. Yeah. Uh, our onboarding process when we hire, you know, this is a part of what we do. So, 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 I mean, our, our staff is kind of swimming yeah. in the ocean of our values. Well, and that's
1: huge. I mean, don't just create statements and then put them on a piece of paper and then never talk about them or never look at them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You got to you got to keep this in front of people consistently if it's going to do any good. Yep.
0: And so, okay. So back back to what you were saying. So the overview of our staff values
1: here. Yeah. So so come up with statements that you're passionate about. But for for me, um, the first statement is none of us is as smart as all of us. And so the behavior then that that statement leads us to is collaboration. So collaboration, teamwork, working together is a huge value for me. And so Hebrews 10 24 says, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. And so as a staff, we want to spur one another on work together. And so that means You know, we make decisions as a team and not just individually. Uh, We make decisions, you know, maybe our kids ministry makes decisions based on how it's going to impact our student ministry or vice versa. When our student ministry has a a camp or an event of some kind, then I'm encouraging them to get the small groups pastor and get the uh, get our development pastor all kind of in a room and, and let them speak into that. Uh, when there's a a, you know something that we all have to break down like there's set up tear down or whatever you know let's lend a hand and so we're constantly teaching our staff that hey it may not be your job but be willing to lend a hand be willing to speak into be willing to encourage be willing to be a part of other ministries and what they're doing and collaborate and don't just think about your, you know, ministry and how it impacts you and don't get into this is my space or this is my equipment. No, this belongs to all of us. Um, even even guys that have, you know, teams of, you know, maybe department uh, teams like, yeah, that's what you're overseeing, but don't look at it as yours. This is God's church. This is our staff. This is our team. And so constantly putting that before um, our team is 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 huge. And so we want to be a team that collaborates uh, well. One of, the, one of the things that influenced me was Patrick Lincioni. Um, and in his, I can't remember which book it was. I think it was the, called The Advantage. He talked about the fundamental attribution error. And uh, what he talks about in that book is that we all uh, tend to have this negative thought about our team and we, we are, are suspect of other people, and so sometimes, if a guy is late to a meeting, my instinct is, "Oh man, he, he's a slacker, he overslept, and you know the, he's just not on his game today or whatever. Uh, but when I'm late to a meeting, it was, well, there's traffic, and I had a hard night. You know, I give myself an excuse, whereas I, I don't give anybody else the benefit of the doubt. That that's huge, and so I think we've got to teach our people that that is our tendency. And so what we want to do is we want to give other people the benefit of the doubt, just like we give ourselves um, the benefit of the doubt. And so that builds trust, and uh, that helps uh, the, the the team really uh, honor each other to be able to collaborate. Um, and so that that's a huge so <clears throat> collaboration big. Um, behavior that we're working towards. The second thing, second staff value is do the right thing the right way. So you might be doing the right thing, but you might be going about it the, the, the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So for us, this is a behavior that uh, we, we just value, which is honor. So I want to honor uh, my teammates. I want to honor our staff. And so I want them to honor me. And so I want them to go about things the right way uh and in the right timing and not just focus on well i'm right you're wrong and so that means i can do x y or z even if that dishonors you so no that that can't happen and so honor is a big part of our our team Uh, we want to treat someone with respect and we want to convey that they are you know honored and worthy and so we want to use the, the this this idea of honoring others and so Paul says in Romans 12 10 love each other with genuine affection take delight in honoring each other so we want to take delight in honoring each other and so uh, we we take time in our all staff meetings to honor each other uh, again we want to put this in front of our team so we want to create this this culture where we are freely encouraging and identifying hey, you did a good job with this thank you for this you you helped me with this and and so we we take fifteen minutes in our staff meeting, 10, 10, 15 minutes to where we honor each other. And we say things like, great, you did an incredible job uh, finding this location or doing this for our next uh, uh, location. And so whatever, we're encouraging each other. Um, And and I think that's a huge part of of, uh, the the kind of culture that we want to have. We don't want to dishonor each other. We don't want to talk negatively about each other in front of each other. Mm -hmm. We don't want to talk negatively about each other in front of our our church members. That's a terrible staff to have. Like you, mm. you want you want to get rid of that cancer asap. Yeah. And so, to be able to do that, you've got to just continually press forward this concept of of, of honor, and um, and 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 help your team uh, create that value within themselves. And so. Uh, honor is a big one. Uh, we could talk about that all day. I've got several lessons where we, we teach on that. But then thirdly, it's uh, be proud of it or fix it. So this is the behavior that we're trying to create. We're trying to create this idea of ownership so that everybody is owning the, uh, the, the, the vision of the church and the direction of the church. And so we want to be proud of the ministry that we are, are creating or we want to fix it. And so what th- th- this idea of ownership takes over is me blaming another staff member for, you know, poorly executing uh, a ministry. So I don't want my team, you know, you know, I don't want the guys on the production team, like criticizing the guys on the student ministry team because they're not getting it done. No, if they see, you know, that things aren't going well or whatever, I want the, this, this, this uh, staff member to get with these staff members and say, hey, I've noticed this. How can we make this better? Um, being willing to take ownership with the entire vision of the church to be able to make sure that we are making it better and that uh, we, we're willing to take coaching. We're willing to take feedback. And so that's, that's a whole um, a layer of this idea of ownership is that we want to create a culture where I'm constantly coaching and you're not offended if I come up to you and say, hey, you did a great job with this. However, we forgot about this and make sure you're thinking about this. And so if I'm doing that consistently and I'm consistently coaching, then people aren't getting offended every time, you know, I have a meeting, come sit in Mm. the pastor's office and Mm. now it's a big, you know, moment and everybody's intimidated. But, um, all of our, our, our point leaders, you know, they're, they're consistently coaching and, um, helping this, 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 this idea of taking ownership. And so, Um, Another concept that is important with this ownership and coaching is simply what we call peer-to-peer accountability. So it doesn't have to be me bringing people into the office to talk about areas of their ministry that need to improve it. Really, you know, when we're taking ownership for the vision, then, you know, it's, it's other staff members that are willing to speak in and just say, Hey, you got a second, man, you're awesome at this and this and this, but I noticed this happened. How can I help you, you know, make sure that doesn't happen again? And so now we've got some peer-to-peer accountability happening, which is, is huge. And so um, I think that's uh, obviously just a huge part of, of, of what we've created here. And then fourthly, play hard and work hard. So the behavior here is we want to have fun, uh, but we want everybody on our team to know that we have an expectation that you know we, we want you to work hard. And so at the same time, We're going to have fun, and we're going to play and 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 play hard as well. And so, in in our system for the year, you know, we've got specifically in the summer, we've got some areas where we're you know doing some specific things just to have fun as a staff. Um, but that that fun is built into the rhythm of the twelve months in a year, uh, and at the same time you know we we are working hard, and so everybody knows you know coming in to the team like this is a team that runs and guns and we work hard and we love what we do, and we have fun while we do it and so there there is a a level of work ethic that that is expected but but we 're also you know having fun at the right time and uh so that, that that's built into our rhythm and, and uh that's a huge part of what we're trying to build here okay and fifthly it is never stop learning so the behavior here is development so we want to consistently being uh, be developed i want to grow i don't want to stop learning um, i want my staff to have that posture here as we are growing and becoming more like christ we want to consistently develop we want to consistently grow, and so we want to nurture that vi- vitality and, and, and growth personally. So I want to lead myself well, I want to grow personally. Um, that means my personal worship is is uh, where it needs to be. So my my quiet time with God, my prayer time is is um, where it needs to be. My uh, you know worship on Sunday mornings, my my daily worship is, is growing, and so I've got routines and disciplines that um. I'm, God is using to to grow me and develop me. Um, And then we're, we're, we're striving to be healthy and striving to be emotionally healthy and physically healthy. And, and uh, that's a huge part of, of, of our culture of what we're trying to create. Am I, am I taking a vacation and am I, you know, resting and taking a day off. You know, we want to we encourage our team uh, to do that as well. And that's all part of developing ourselves and developing into the leaders that,
0: that God is, is calling us to be. You know, one of the things that I love about, uh, you know, Foothills Church is hearing you talk about the staff values that we have. You know, me, me going really on, on seven-ish years here in the beginning, these were things that, that you were beginning to teach and then you had to teach again, and then teach again, and mm-hmm. model it, and then teach again, and teach again, and over time, over time, it mm-hmm. created the behavior, you know, that we had. So even as yeah. you were walking through these staff values on this episodes, are on this episode, in my mind, I'm seeing pictures of how. Those values create the behavior all around the organization that we have. Mm -hmm. And so before we close this episode, however, I want to go back to staff value number one Mm -hmm. and talk about none of us is as smart as all of us and the behavior there being collaboration. You read the verse a moment ago from Hebrews chapter 10 where the author of Hebrews says, and let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Uh, and then you you talked about and then you made the statement working together as a team is a decision and i love that and and so when you are when you're making the decision to collaborate and when you're making the decision uh, to work together as a team and spur one another on toward love and good deeds you really have to put a seatbelt on your preferences, or these personal preferences that you have, and and so so talk about that for a moment. You know, guys who are listening, how, how to how to teach this and, and how to create buy-in when when everybody's coming to the table with preferences, yeah, and and how, and how to think about you know how how to pause our preferences and collaborate together for the good of the mission. Well, here's what I know about leaders. Uh, leaders don't
1: want to just be told what to do and then send out, put their heads down and, and go out and do it. They want to be part a part of the process. They want to have their voice heard. They want to help lead. They want to be a part of the overall vision and mission. And so you know, you even even as the lead pastor, I've got to be willing to put my preferences aside sometimes, and uh, I, I trust that my team is as oftentimes if I've developed a good team, they're going to have better ideas than me, and so that's okay. That's actually why I think uh, none of us is as smart as all of us when we're all around the table and everybody's given their opinion. We're hearing and seeing things that are differently from different perspectives, and and so it is a decision for me to say, okay. I'm collaborating today. I'm I'm hearing everybody's idea and uh I want to make sure that everybody on the team sees the value of what it feels like and looks
0: like to to collaborate together. Yeah, and I think when you when you begin to collaborate together well and you begin to practice that value, the the kind of the the foundational layer uh that it's built upon is trust. Yeah. Right? And so you mentioned Patrick Lencioni. Um, a moment ago. He's got you know a great book, Five Dysfunctions of a Team, where yeah. he talks about kind of kind of the the, the first foundation or the pyramid, the first level of the pyramid that creates dysfunction on a team is a lack of trust mm-hmm. or a team that doesn't trust one another. And so, uh, trust comes when when you are putting your preferences aside and you're practicing vulnerability and and uh, you know if, if you're honest about. Um, you know, your preferences and your vulnerability, I think people will begin to to start to trust you more. And so talk a little bit about about how we try and create trust or a trustworthy or trusting environment as a part of our team here under that value of collaboration.
1: Well, you earn people's trust when you do what you say you're going to do. And, you know, that's I think one of the biggest things, you know, as far as character and as far as doing what you say you're going to do in the time frame that you said you were going to do it is, is how trust is really built. And so uh, when I can trust uh, a staff member to go and accomplish a task or to lead a certain area, they they come back and, and they let it well, that that puts change in that, you know, his my pocket for them. And, and, and that allows me to say, I can trust this guy to, to, to get this done. Now, if you've got somebody who, you know, is, has character issues, that's a whole different conversation. Right. Um, but if you've got someone who, okay, you've asked them to do this and then they go out and they don't do it in, in the right time, or they don't, they don't do a very good job with it. Um, they hurt people's feelings and they didn't you know manage the tension well and then it just didn't go over well you know that that, that's a coaching moment to where i can say look um you know change this tweak this this should have been developed and if they receive that coaching now all of a sudden they just built trust with me because they listened they heard and the next time they go out they did it a little bit better so you know you don't have to do everything perfectly and come back on time with everything perfect to build trust in this world you just have to be willing to go out and then be willing to get coached and then go out and do it better the next
0: time and then that just builds trust over time yeah, and, and collaboration is absolutely something we want to be busy about here at The Busy Pastor. And pastors, we want you to begin to, to create that culture in your church. And the question, again, is, is, is how are you doing this? Are you working well with others? And so we will continue this conversation in the next episodes to come as we talk about our staff values here at FC. Thank you for listening to the Busy Pastor podcast. As we close today's episode, we want to invite you to do a few things. Join the Busy Pastor community today by going to busypastor.org and filling out the form. You'll receive more free resources, starting with our Fab Five resource, helping you determine the five things that only you can do. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Busy Pastor. And if you like today's episode, subscribe to The Busy Pastor and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Next week, we are continuing our conversation on being busy, leading staff, and creating staff values. The Busy Pastor podcast is produced by Andrew Lindstrom, video production Jake Tipton, audio engineer brian papik music by brandon sharp and graphics by zach shaddix see you next week and until then let's be busy with the right things